The Sabbath Elevator, Redeeming the Time Brothers podcast, a podcast by Gene Kissinger and Norman Kissinger, two brothers who spent their lives in ministry and raising large families. Our desire is to provide a digital place for those who long to belong. And as always, we want to leave a nightlight on for you. That nightlight is out of Luke chapter 6. If you are going through the Gospel of Luke this month, you will be on Luke chapter 6. And by the 24th of this month, you will have completed the Gospel. And on December 25th, Christmas Day, you will understand the gift that was given to you because you have just read the life of Christ as recorded by Dr. Luke. The, the verses read Luke 6, 1 through 5, And it came to pass on the second Sabbath after the first that he went through the cornfields, and his disciples plucked the ears of corn and did eat, rubbing them in their hands. And certain the Pharisees said unto them, Why do ye that which is not lawful to do on the Sabbath days? And Jesus answered them and said, Have ye not read so much as this? What David did when himself was an hungered, and they which were with him, how he went into the house of God and did, and did take and eat the showbread, and gave also to them that were with him, which is not lawful to eat, but for the priests alone. And he said unto them that the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath. The Lord is the Lord of the Sabbath. And another corollary thought is that Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Uh, there is a teaching here that's a, centered around the Sabbath. This and the next uh, miracle that take place, this teaching and that miracle are about the proper understanding of how Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Uh, when Sandy and I uh, were sent to Israel by, Israel by a dear friend of ours, Tom Broadway, one of the most generous men that I've ever met, has since graduated to glory, but he sent my bride and I to uh, to Athens and then ultimately to Israel to take a tour there to see the sites that w we would preach and teach about in the Bible. We, we ended up our tour there in Jerusalem, and while we were in Jerusalem, we stayed in one of the larger hotels that was there, and it was on a it was on a Friday night, and we uh, we got in and we pushed. Uh, we got in to the elevator and the elevator stopped at every floor and there were no buttons in this particular elevator that we had gotten in we we didn't understand but this was a Sabbath elevator and how they run a Sabbath elevator from Friday night at sunset to Saturday night at sunset is they they don't let if you are a, an observing Jew, you don't push the buttons because if you push the buttons, that's work. That that counts as labor, and that would be violating the Sabbath. So they had a Sabbath elevator. When I got on it, I, I thought it was one of those deals. Like my kids, when they get on an elevator, they'll push all the buttons. And I thought maybe I got on after some kid had pushed all the buttons. But my, our, our uh, tour guide explained it to us that that's how the Sabbath elevators work so that they don't have to work. And there's all kinds of extra rules that are outside of the Bible that were counted by the, the Orthodox Jewish community as violating the Sabbath if you did these things. And so they built laws upon laws to sort of keep people from violating the one commandment, which is to remember, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And so Jesus, his disciples are walking through a field and they scoop up some grain and they eat it. And, uh, and they're chastised by the Pharisees because they have, quote-unquote, violated the Sabbath. And Jesus makes quite plain that there's even an Old Testament precedent in David going in and eating the showbread when he's on the run from King Saul and how God used that to save human life and ultimately save the greatest king that Israel would ever have. And so the principle that comes out of this, according to David Gutzik, is this. 
The first principle is human need is more important than religious ritual. Human need is more important than religious ritual. This is David Gutzing out of the Enduring Word Bible Commentary. Now, uh, exactly, uh, so many people are steeped in tradition, they cannot fathom this concept that human need is more important than religious ritual. They don't believe that to love others is more important than religious rituals. Isaiah 58 talking about the real fast that is required by God. They don't believe that the sacrifices of God are a broken, uh, broken and a contrite heart. Uh, the, these are what God does not despise, Psalms 51. So the application of the Sabbath law, according to G. Campbell Morgan, any application of the Sabbath law which operates to the detriment of man is out of harmony with God's purpose. So the scribes and the Pharisees, let's read verse five through uh, five, or seven through nine. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him whether he would heal on the Sabbath day, that they might find an accusation against him. But he knew their thoughts, and he said to the man which had the withered hand, "Rise up, stand forth in the midst." And he rose and stood forth and said, "Jesus." Then said Jesus unto them, "I will ask you one thing: Is it lawful on the Sabbath day to do good or to do evil, to save life or to destroy it?" So the question, is it lawful to do good on the Sabbath day, to heal, to give life? And his question really emphasized the shallowness of these religious leaders. Here's the basic principle that Gutzik talks about. There is never a wrong day to do something good. There's never a wrong day to do something good. What a powerful concept. Are you, are you in a deep and abiding relationship with God? Or are you merely going through rut and ritual? One of the things that I, I want to be desperately delivered from is religiosity. <laughs> We've got enough religiosity around the planet. Uh, I'm not saying there's no place for for the for, for very special uh, rituals and ordinances and those kind of things. But what you need to understand is relationship is what those rituals were to flow out of. In other words, my relationship to God. Is why I take communion. I don't take communion to be right with God. I take communion because I'm in relationship with God. And so whatever rituals that we have, we need to make certain that those rituals flow out of relationship and not to allow them to operate to the detriment of our relationship to God. And uh, boy, I think if we can get into the, just fall in love with Jesus again. If you can fall in love with God in a powerful, profound way, then all of a sudden those things that you do, whether it's coming to church on, on a Sunday morning, or, or whether it's opening up your Bible and reading it, or spending time in prayer, then those things don't become just a rote thing that you do, but they become something that's living and not dead. And I can tell you, it'll take your it'll take your faith walk to a whole new dynamic. It'll take it to a new level if you'll allow God to emphasize the relationship, and you'll get connected to God in a powerful way. The all the things that you do, you'll do them in a radically different fashion because it flows out of a real relationship to God, which is what they were meant to teach you about. They weren't meant to replace the relationship. So let's close our time together here in prayer. Dear Lord God, I thank you for this day. And I do thank you that you loved us enough to send your son to the sin-cursed planet to live a sinless life and then die on the cross for us to buy us a way to heaven, to purchase us a way to right relationship with you. 
Thank you that he paid a sin debt he didn't owe because we owed a sin debt we couldn't pay. Thank you for your grace that was there before we even understood what guilt was. You had grace for us. Before we had ever entered into the mess of our life, you brought mercy to us through the work and person of your son, Jesus Christ. And may our relationship with him be preeminent in everything. And as Colossians talks about, help us to have that as the paramount thing, not the rules and, and the rituals, but instead the relationship so that everything else falls into its proper place. Thank you for all that you've done. Help us to fall desperately in love with you. Help us to develop a magnificent obsession for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, God bless you. You guys have a great night.